Welcome to the Forum at Holy Communion, a long-standing conversation about faith, life, justice, arts, culture. Each week, we will premiere a conversation on our channels, and then on the following Sunday, we join in the conversation with Q and A and a chance to engage on the topic. We're so glad you have joined us. Welcome to Holy Communion's Forum. I'm Julie, one of the priests here. And today we're talking about Ashes to Go. Ash Wednesday is March 2nd. And this is a ministry that was started back in 2004, I believe, in the Episcopal Church. And But Holy Communion hasn't done it. And so I have two people that I, back in California where in my previous congregation, St. Paul's Burlingame, uh, we ventured out right before COVID in March or somewhere in there, 2019, uh, to try and do Ashes to Go. So uh, with me uh, is Bill Phillips and Peter Shanholt, lay leaders at the church. And uh, if you'll say just a little more about yourself and what you think Ashes to Go are, Bill, would you start us off? Sure. Um... I'm a parishioner here at, at St. Paul's Church. Uh, I was on the vestry for a few years and one of um, the, the big programs that we pushed forward as I was leaving the vestry was the welcoming um, ministry. And um, our, uh, our job was uh, uh, to deepen connections within our church, but also broaden connections in the community and um, Ashes to Go uh, launched from there. And we can talk more about that as we go along. Thank you. And I'm uh, Peter Shanholt, also a parishioner at St. Paul's, um, served on the vestry with Bill. And um, uh, as he mentioned, as we started to turn and look a little bit at taking our ministry outward focusing and, and bringing, bringing our ministries to the people where they are, Ashes to Go fit beautifully into just kind of the notion of a little more focus on outreach, a little bit more focus on welcoming and connecting uh, with people in, in our geographic area. Um, and uh, Ashes to Go uh, filled that bill beautifully. Right. So what is Ashes to Go? If someone were to ask you, I'm getting asked that, and I'm like, well, what is it? Uh, ask very simply, it is taking uh, on Ash Wednesday, going out into the community and uh, offering um, a blessing and the imposition of ashes to passersby. It is just placing yourself out there in the public square and um, seeing if people want to, to have the imposition of, of the ashes. It's that simple. It's not a great big complicated thing. Peter? Um, it, a, a big part of it is just a sign that says ashes to go because that in and of itself literally stopped people in their, in their walking and just said, some of them knew immediately and said, that's so cool, I've never seen that. Others stopped and said, what is it? In both cases, it opened opportunities for conversations and that was tremendously valuable. Yeah, yeah. so I remember um, that it was, there were some powerful times of encountering people there of it's like this um it's not the sacrament like bread and wine 
but it is a, a prayer ritual to begin mm -hmm. Lent that is even more accessible. People want to start Lent, if they know that, it seems to be a little more common knowledge about Lent and giving up chocolate, but also just a chance to uh, come and be prayed over and the sign of starting again or returning to God. Um, and I, I was blown away at how people um, were so vulnerable and came forward um, and asked for, for that, whatever it meant to them. We didn't need it to mean anything but what was between them and God to remember. Yeah, I, I really felt that as well. And there seemed to be like a spectrum of people that we connected with. It went from people who were saying, what is this about? And I would say most people who didn't really know, just kind of thought, oh, that's really interesting, but just didn't really cross the line over. They thought they just got the information and moved on. And then it was swept all the way to the other side where people knew exactly what this was about and were really grateful that we were there to provide this blessing and this, this start to the Lent. And it, it really struck me that it was, we weren't, weren't soliciting people or anything like that. We were just there. And most people were at this end of the spectrum who were saying, oh, I know what, yeah, I, I forgot this is Ash Wednesday and this is, this is wonderful that you're here. And, oh, I'm, I'm Catholic, but is it okay? Because I, you know, I, I want to be a part of this. This is important to me as well. And even some people who said, oh, thank you for reminding me. I'm going to go to my church and uh, have the imposition of the ashes. And we said, oh, that's great. God bless you. You know, so it was, it was a real, it was a range of people that we connected with. Yeah. So we, we chose to do this at the local commuter train station for folks taking the train into San Francisco for their work right across and the train station is across the street from a very popular donut shop so there's a lot of foot traffic where we set up and also room for us to set up mm -hmm. um but i think because it was relatively early in the morning we had a lot of people who were very grateful because they said i just don't know if i'm going to get home in time to go to my church um so there was a certain element where the convenience was um, uh, the source of the gratitude. And there were other times when folks just said, you know, I know, I know about Easter and I know about Lent, but I haven't participated in years. And this was a re-entry point. Um, and then the third, the third group was just folks who said, I would appreciate any prayer I can get right now. <laughs> um, it wasn't so much, it certainly wasn't Episcopal based. I'm not even sure it was Christian based. It was just, you know what? This is something good I need in my life right now. Um, and, and it was a really kind of re, a, 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 an entry, not even a re-entry, just an entry point again. Um, and, and, and the reactions we got were far stronger than I ever anticipated. Hmm. Um, the, the gratitude was real. The, the friendship was real. The, the joy was real. Uh, it was uh, quite remarkable. Yeah, it was really, it was positive. I was a little, you know, a little, we'd never done it before, so I had some trepidation going, a little nervous. I'm, I'm not sure what the response was going to be like, but it was, it was just friendly. It was just a really positive experience. We, as Peter said, we set up it near the train station. So there was, there was elbow room. So if people wanted to walk on by, there was a lot of room, 
you know, you they didn't have to interact with us if that they weren't didn't want to. And people, you know, would gravitate towards us with a smile if if they wanted to either ask a question or participate. So it, as a result, there was no no thank you, no thank you. It wasn't there was no negativity. It's just people yeah. who wanted ashes to go were there and and just approached you and it was it was it was really great and, and i think that's why picking a good spot is important you want some foot traffic but you also want elbow room so that you're not you know looking like you're trying to pull people towards this this moment like people you want people coming to you and, oh, and oh, go ahead yeah go ahead julie go ahead no well no i think peter you were going to offer that of of what you know you said foot traffic, location. So it's going to guide us into, well, what stuff? I mean, do you just, yeah. what does this look like when you're standing there? So so we had, um, uh, Bill had made us a very nice sandwich board, uh, basically that kind of had a ashes to go. There it is right, right there. Um, and then um, uh, Julie had, had the ashes. She had uh, burned the palm fronds and had a, a, a mortar and pestle and had that filled with the ashes. And Bill and I were, I, I'm not going to say it right, but in what to me looked like choir robes. Um, and um, we had a little small handout, a quarter page uh, printed handout. On one side, it had a prayer that they could take with them. On the other side, it basically describes St. Paul's Episcopal Church in Burlingame, um, because we had we had three really three types of people we interacted with: folks who said, "Hey, that's really clever, that's fun, see ya." We had folks that said, "I've never seen this before," and they accepted our handout. And there were folks who said, "May I please get get blessed?" Um, so. We had something for everyone, whether it was just a wave and friendliness or or a handout uh, that because people said, what church is this? Mm -hmm. And we discovered that people knew physically where the church was, mostly by the color of the church. It's kind of a pink church. Um, and uh, so it was a it was a great way of getting feedback about how the community sees us, but also putting us in front of the community and saying we're here for you. Um, it, uh, it was a good two-way exchange. So what would you recommend to Holy Communion who wants to venture into this, uh, for the first time? Uh, I would, I would say it, it, um, you must go boldly. It is, there is nothing about this that's going to really fit in your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. It's going to work out. And I would say, you know, I'm I'm not sure how how things evolve at Holy Communion, but at St. Paul's, we do have a bad habit of talking about stuff and planning it and thinking it and rethinking it until sometimes things don't get done. In this particular case, thanks to Julie, she said, yeah. let's just do this. Let's just do this. So we organized it pretty darn fast. And I would recommend that for Holy Communion. Just <laughs> it is, you're gonna get a positive response. Make a sandwich board print up some cards, suit up, pick your spot, suit up and go. And don't, don't overthink it, just go. It, it really is that it, 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 the returns were big in the sense that it just felt really good to do it. 
Like I would say, I'm not sure we changed, you know, people's awareness. Yes, I'm not sure, you know, we gathered our, you know, added to our flock really, but, but it just felt really good. So I would say that, you know, just don't overthink it, do it. And uh, you'll be happy you did. Great, great. Yeah, the, the, I was just gonna, just gonna say there's, it, it was very joyful for, for, for Bill and I to participate in. Um, and the number of smiles and thank yous that we got, I, mean, I think we, Julie, I'm trying to recall, it was around 65 people that wow. you ashed. Um, we're expecting zero. <laughs> there were there were at least three times that who just kind of said, "Hey, thanks for doing this." Yeah. Um, and um, you know that's that, that's not bad. That, that that was a lot of people who just kind of said, "Hey, I'm glad St. Paul's is in our community." Of of and not, I mean, very few of those people, six, were St. Paul's parishioners. Mm-hmm. 10%, 90% were not. Um, it was just saying we're here. Yeah. And people appreciated that. And that was fantastic. Yeah, it was really positive. People, like, this was foot traffic, but yeah. people did drive by and come around and park and came out too. So there were you know, people. It was really a draw. And I would say, other say is you know, the communication that we made while Julie was blessing people. Peter and I didn't do anything particularly special other than you put a warm smile on your face and say good morning to people. That's all you do. They are going to come to you if they want ashes to go. And they just will say good morning and keep going if they don't. And it's that simple and it's very positive. Well, let me try and share this picture. Can you see that? Yes. Yeah. So see, there's Peter. Peter, what you had on and Bill had the same thing on of a cassock and surplus uh, for at St. Paul's, it was what chalice bearers would right, wear right. up at the altar. And right. I think that helped. Yeah, we had our sandwich board, we had um, our fully robed uh, there, even the cross. And uh, it felt like we were standing, we were the church outside, literally. We were uh, as ritualized and symbolized and that I think made it even more accessible to people to come by and chat. And I found you both being there really necessary so that we all had our part to play. Um, and yeah, we, we kind of, um, people would, would come up to Bill or I, and we stood on either side of Julie, maybe 15 feet away and would say, what, what is this? And we'd say, well, it's Ash Wednesday. If you'd like to receive uh, ashes or blessing, please feel free. And so we we kind of acted as a funnel for people coming to to Julie. So if they said, "Oh, well, that's interesting," we'd say, "Would you like a card with a blessing?" and talks about St. Paul's, and they'd say yes or no. And then people who wanted to get get blessed, we'd say, "Well, you know, Ju when Julie's free, make sure that she knows that you're waiting." And so um, it, we were kind of able to. To divide and conquer to a certain extent, um, and and uh, uh, we were never, we we were rarely kind of staring at each other, saying "What now?" Yeah. We were interacting with people. Yeah, and I think we were really surprised too, because where we were in Burlingame, California, 
we weren't sure how a religious organization would be received yeah. at all. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're, it, we weren't quite evangelizing, but we were in a very, very public place mm -hmm. with, with a religious messaging and certainly garments. Um, and uh, we didn't pick up any bad vibes. I didn't. Yeah. Would no. you do it again? In a heartbeat, Julie. Wow. Wow. The um, only tricky part is uh, getting you back to do it with this. That's not <laughs> the hard part. I don't yeah, know if you can get back in time, but if, you know, well, we're in. Well, you know, <laughs> oh, no, wait, you're going to do it then. Sorry. Yeah, St. Louis, you've stolen Julie, but but I've also moved to Phoenix, Arizona. So, so, uh, um, so there, but, you can get that going there. But but the concept of, of taking our faith to the people is so elemental and so powerful and so needed uh, in our environment that um, uh, I, I, I think you'd be hard pressed to say no to it. it it's, it's just a great experience and a great idea. Yeah. Thank you. And it's so easy. That's the other thing. I just keep stressing this. It's, it it's easy, easy. It's okay. and it's positive and, and, you know, it takes a little bit of preparation and, you know, you're done. 90 minutes and you great start to your day and then you get on with your own day you know it's easy yep it was and it was a highlight of my of my week that week i was on cloud nine all week and the only thing i say is like take a picture of yourselves there because then then you know you get to show other parishioners that you're there and that they're thrilled too like they think oh it's not fun like we were out in the world it, it's it's yeah nothing but good yeah go get them holy communion Thank you both so much for reuniting and sharing your experience of this and spreading the love and the joy. I, I think that the three of us were as converted and um, renewed in our life in Christ by doing that as anybody else who came, across, who came by and, and received dashes. It was certainly a, a transformative experience. And I'll always remember us doing it. It was Thank great. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And dear people of Holy Communion, let's do this. Let's meet up this Sunday. The weather's looking really promising to do outdoor coffee hour about nine o'clock uh, and debrief what you heard from Bill and Peter and here and let's plan on how we could offer this to our community. Um, if you are interested, there is a way to sign up and be on the planning strategizing team. If you're feeling called to this, or you're just curious, or you just want to know uh, more about it. I hope to see you this Sunday, about nine o'clock outdoor coffee hour. Let's plan and please feel, please sign up if you're interested.